1: Good morning Unity of Farmington Hills and welcome to all of you who are visiting us today for our online worship service. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid and I'm the senior minister at this amazing church. I want to give a shout out to our music team. That was an awesome opening. Bernard, thank you for leading us in that opening congregational song. It was a joy to um, hear your voice leading us, that was, it was really good, all of you. I'm going to give some announcements and then we're going to continue with our worship service. So first of all, everyone is welcome to join us for our Sunday fellowship, uh, our Sunday Zoom fellowship at 11 o'clock today. The link for that is on our YouTube page, is on our Facebook page and our website. Tomorrow we're continuing our uh, Zoom house parties at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Join us. Everyone's welcome. Join us to have fun, feel, um, to laugh and feel inspired. It's been, it's been a joy um, having that time with you all who've been showing up. And, the, and then on Wednesday, you're also welcome, everyone's welcome for our Wednesday evening meditation at 7 p.m. That is also a Zoom activity. The, on the website, you will find the link for the, um, all of our activities actually. And if you miss a Wednesday meditation, you can go to our website, unityfh.com. Click on the calendar of events. Go down to that Wednesday that you missed, and the recording is right there. Matthew is also going to be emailing, um, doing an email blast uh, throughout the week, um, probably on Friday with the recordings uh, to the Wednesday meditations as well. So please... uh, If you miss it, go ahead and listen to it. We've been having a ball doing our Wednesday meditations. There's some upcoming events that I'd like to share for you with with you. First of all, our World Day of Prayer meditation service will be on uh, September 9th. It will be from 630 to 8 p.m. It is a Wednesday. I mean, a Zoom. And that is on a Wednesday. And the link for that is on our Facebook page and our YouTube, our um, website. Also, on September 21st through the 24th, the Great Lakes Unity region, which we are a part of, is having our, con- our conference. It's called GLERC. And it is an online conference, so all- you can participate if you'd like to. To register, go to greatlakesunity.com, and you can go ahead and register there. I will be a part of that conference during that week. So during the week of the 21st through the 27th, I will be on vacation. It will be my first vacation. Uh, We're still having our activities that week, so you can still participate in the Zoom house party. Elliot Gere will be there to lead that. And you can still participate in the Wednesday evening meditation. Reverend Bonnie Gardner will be leading that. So please participate in those activities during that week. The All Music Sunday for this year will be on September 27th. It's going to be an exciting event. Nicholas and the music team is planning something special. And so I'm excited about that. On September 28th, we'll be having our critical conversations that evening. We're still going to have the Zoom house party at 1 p.m. And then that evening at 7 p.m., we're going to have our critical conversations. And for that first day, we're going to show the movie 13th. And then on October 5th, we'll start having our conversations regarding um, whatever comes to your mind after you've watched that movie. On October 25th, we will be having our Giving Sunday. I'm looking forward to that as well. So please keep an eye on our website um, it for, to keep abreast of our activities, our classes, and our events. And also to sign up for the, our email blasts if you haven't been receiving them. You can um, schedule an appointment with me by emailing me at seniorminister@unityfh.com. at unityfh.com. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. or And Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. They are open office hours. So you can call me if you need to as well, anytime, 313-515-3071. So I'm available even after the office hours. Um, and if you need to send in a prayer request, send them at uh, to seniorminister at unityfh.com. So that concludes our announcements. That was a lot. But I'm excited about all the activities we have going on at, uh, online to keep us all busy and connected. So now as we join in singing Shirley the Presence with our music team, let us prepare our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. The daily word for today, Sunday, August 23rd, 2020, is inner peace. The affirmation reads, The peace of God fills my mind, my heart, and my life. Let me say that again, and then I'd like you to affirm that with me. The peace of God fills my mind, my heart, and my life. Together, the peace of God fills my mind, my heart, and my life. And the message reads Quiet moments in a fragrant garden A stroll by a lake or stream Or a visit to a place of beauty Inspires deep awareness of peace I also enjoy peace in the company of friends Those whom I have easy camaraderie and deep bonds Growing in spiritual awareness I claim inner peace wherever I am The true inner peace comes from deep within me. If I am feeling less than peaceful, I pause and breathe out worry, fear and unhealthy concern. Giving my full attention to the divine presence within, I breathe in a peace that soothes my emotions, calms my thoughts and relaxes my body. As I continue to inhale peace and exhale concern, I move forward with renewed clarity and confidence. The scripture for today comes from Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 and it reads, Those of steadfast mind you keep in peace, in peace because they trust in you. Let us pray. So please gently close your eyes softly bow your heads and take a deep deep breath breathing in the breath of life and as you exhale slowly bring your consciousness down into the center of your chest focusing on the peace that dwells within you bringing your total attention to that space within your heart center in the center of your chest acknowledging that one power and that one presence active in our lives and in the universe God the good omnipotent and we acknowledge that we are one with God so that means that we are good as well just as God is absolute good absolutely we are absolute good absolutely we quiet ourselves down Allowing our minds and our hearts to open up. Asking Christ within to give us the ears to hear and the eyes to see. The message that will come forth today. We thank you God for blessing every aspect of this worship service. Thank you for opening us up to hear and to receive and to live according to your word in the mighty name and nature of the indwelling christ we pray thank you god amen and now let us know our statement of being together god is all both invisible and visible one presence one mind one power is all this one that is all is perfect life perfect love and perfect substance I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us know our growth affirmation together. Let us affirm that together with gratitude and thanksgiving. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth fills our hearts with love and joy and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we will have our first special song, which will be led by Lorne, and it is entitled, My Own Little World. This is one of my favorite songs that he sings. And then I will be back with our message for today.
0: Never gone hungry, always felt safe. I got some money in my pocket, shoes on my feet. In my own little world population, like me I sometimes stay awake during Sunday morning church. I throw a twenty in the plate, but I never give till it hurts. Turn off the news when I don't like what I see. It's easy to do when it's population. What if there's a bigger picture? What if I'm missing out? What if there's a greater murder? at
1: you guys that was so moving Lauren I appreciated the the um, video that you used to depict that song it was very touching I remember the first time I watched (laughs) when you sent it earlier this week and I cried and it, it, it moves me and thank you all Nicholas Bernard Michael Carl and Lauren for the awesome moving performance of that song. I could feel it. Thank you so much. So I heard this uh, story of this guy who was talking to his friend and he told his friend that his doctor told him he had to stop eating red meat. And his friend said, really? Well, what are you going to do? He said, I stopped putting ketchup on my burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, oh, man, anything to keep eating that red meat. Oh, man. So I want to continue on what I started, the theme I started last week entitled, Are You Willing to Be Made New? And this is in alignment with the spiritual faculty that we um, normally, that symbolizes August in the unity movement. And our will is our ability to command, to determine, to decide, to lead. And it is, it is our, it it is Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder of unity said that our will is the executive power of our mind. And he said that because what, what we determine and decide every other faculty moves into alignment with. It becomes the determining factor of our life of what we experience. And so, last week as I was speaking on are you willing to be made new, we discussed the question, what would you have me think? That as if we were asking God, what would you have me think? And we moved into the consciousness of being transformed by the renewing of our mind through the changing of our thoughts, how we think and we were saying that when we God would have us think thoughts that are aligned with love aligned with that which is good aligned with that which is God any divine ideas of God that's what God would have us think on well this week I want to go deeper into are you willing to be made new by delving into the question how would you have me pray and that's the title of my talk today how would you have me pray? Because I realized that as we are being made new in Christ, new creatures in Christ, there, we must do more than just change our way of thinking. Because every thought that goes on in our mind is a prayer. It is a silent, there's silent words of prayer. And so when you change the silent words in your mind and align them with the language of your heart, there's more that's connected to it. Now, the words that come from your your mouth, the verbal words that come from your mouth must be aligned as well. So you must change your way of speaking because every word is a prayer as well. It sends out a vibration into the world that is manifested. And so... We must learn to ask the question, how would you have me pray, God? What words would you have me speak? And when you do that, you sit and you listen to what the still small voice is communicating. And then you obey, you follow it. And so the scripture that I want to use today, one of the scriptures, the first scripture I'm going to use today comes from Philippians. It's chapter 4, verse 6. And seven, and it reads, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And so I'm sitting there thinking about this, meditating on this. Don't worry about anything. You mean in this situation that we're in with this pandemic, with what's going on with the injustice in the world, with what's going on in the economic situation in this world, with people losing their jobs, with worrying about what to do with the children as far as sending them back to school, with everything that's going on, you mean not to worry when we see people who are walking around without masks on and don't worry about that? What do you mean don't worry about anything? Well, the kicker is when you are already in a consciousness of praying in alignment with the heart, the feeling nature of the heart, which is love, you are already, your thoughts are already in alignment with the essence. Love represents the essence of being, which is God that joins and binds us in harmony with humanity, with everything in this world and with the universe. So that means as we think on things, We are not thinking on things with judgment. We're thinking on things in a space of love. As we think on things, we're not thinking on things with worry and concern. We are coming from a place where we are aligned with God. And the moment you come from that place of love, you are aligned with God. And the way to get there is through letting go of that, which is old. It even means to move in a space of forgiveness. To release that which you are holding a grudge about. Because the grudge blocks. Causes worry. Causes resentment. It blocks you from feeling and thinking. In alignment with the universal expression of God. And so you cannot pray the way God would have you pray. When it says pray about everything. What it means is affirm the truth in every situation. In that song that that we just heard. It said, what if I'm missing out? It says, what if there's a bigger picture and a, gr- and a greater purpose? What if there's, there's always a bigger picture? There's always a greater purpose. Our bodies are created to transcend the situations that we are in. Even when the situations are successful situations, prosperous situations, situations that we are really enjoying. We are still created to see past that and transcend it and see the bigger picture and speak that forth into this world. And when we do that, when we speak forth. Coming from the thoughts of the heart, the thoughts of God, and we speak and affirm the truth in our life we start to shift even more powerfully and change. Prayer changes things, but the things that prayer changes is within you. And you shift. I was, re- I was thinking about the time when I was in labor with my son and we found out that the umbilical cord was around his neck. So every time I went into a contraction, it was suffocating him, choking him. And so on the monitor, the heart monitor that was connected to his heart, where you could hear his heartbeat, sometimes it would slow down. And I remember that on the way in to the hospital, when I went into labor, I knew something wasn't right I just felt it in my heart something wasn't right and so I was praying God I know this is going to be an amazing delivery I know this is going to be a wonderful delivery it doesn't feel right but I'm speaking those things that be not as though they were because I had been working with this beautiful lady at my job and she was teaching me how to pray and how to speak those things that be not as they were not to worry these scriptures in Philippians I had gone over them so on the way there I had already aligned myself by speaking the things from the feeling nature of the heart and feeling and knowing that it was going to be perfect so i'm sitting in the quiet while they have me moving on my hands and knees every time i have a contraction to loosen the umbilical cord and eventually his heart stopped and he had to rush me down into the operating room as i'm rushing down in as they're rushing me down i'm praying to god thank you god that your highest your will not my will but thy will be done thank you that your will will be done and that you're bringing me into a space of peace and i felt that peace overwhelm me and i prayed and said god if it be your will that i be taken that i die then please bless my family and my husband to be able to take care of my baby and get through the grief of losing me. If it is your will to take my child, please bless me and my husband and our family that we can get over that grief and that we could um, bless you still in that situation. And then I said, if it is meant for both of us to make it through, thank you God for whatever it is that is your highest, that is your will. Let your will be done. And I felt this peace. I released it and felt the peace beyond that it is true it is beyond all that is exceed that exceeds anything you can understand it shifted me it changed me it made me anew it made me into a new person and then the only thing that disturbed my peace was when they went to put the oxygen mask on me to to put me under I could feel when she cut me and I was like, I can feel. And then I was out. That was a powerful experience for me because I knew that God had the situation under control. I cannot tell you how I knew, but there was this deep abiding peace in me. That even if it was time for me to go or my son to go or both of us to stay, that it would be okay. God shifted me. There's a saying that says prayer changes things. But the things that prayer changes are within you. Prayer makes you a new person in Christ. And I was made anew. And then when I came to, found out my son was perfect, except that he had a little nick on his face from when she cut me. She cut his face. But that was a that was a reminder of the way that God answers prayers, the way that you can ask God and tell God what you need. What I would what, what I didn't even really need to tell God what I need, but I could confess what I was feeling and I needed to feel the peace inside. God knew that. But when you affirm it and thank God for what God has done Has done means it is already so. I knew it was already so before it was manifested in this world because I had known to speak those things that be not as though they were. And so my son still has that scar on his face. And it is a reminder of what prayer can do. It can change you. And when it changes you, it changes your life. It changes you into a higher expression of God. I remember I I read this other script, this uh, story about this lady who had um, contracted uh, ciguara, uh, ciguatera, ciguatera, um, and it's uh, a form of fish poisoning. And the illness is like a virus that takes over the body, and it may last for about 25 years before it completely leaves the body, or it can kill you. And her name is Angela. And Angela was saying that she had gone through 12 weeks of becoming more and more incapacitated by this disease. And to the point where she felt like she was in a coma. She was on the bed and she felt she could hear her kids playing and she could hear people help taking care of her kids. But she could not really move. Now, she had already been to church. She asked her husband to take her to church to let the elders pray over her. And while they're leaving out, one of the pastors asked her, have you thanked God for this? Now, she knew about prayer. She knew about that scripture, pray for everything and thank God for what he had done. And she was like, how am I going to thank God for this disease that I hate? And it took her a minute to, to get into a space of getting out of her way to pray, thank you, God, for this disease. And as she's thanking God for it, and praying for it, thanking God for it, she heals. She hears from the still small voice, because I will be glorified. And then she starts praying that because you will be glorified in this situation, because you will be glorified in this. And she starts hearing what else to say, and so she starts praying it. And it doesn't ta- it doesn't happen overnight. This feeling of peace, but she, as she's praying it and sticking to it and being persistent, what happens is she starts to feel something lift from her. Then she felt something break. And then all of a sudden she knew she was healed from thanking God for this disease. She knew she was healed. She says she remembers leaning, being propped up against the pillow on the couch. And her husband came in and sat next to her and she told him, I'm healed. And the next thing she knows, she got up and she was healed. Now, when I saw this on YouTube or the 700 Club, it was Six years later that she had told this story and she was still healed completely from that disease. Thanking God opens up the door for God's uh, uh, for you to receive it as you thank God you raise in a vibration of praise and at the same time you raise in a vibration of praise that God has done it and you're saying it to God what happens is you open up your heart to be one with it more to to actually you're already one with it to feel the presence of the oneness that that which you are praying for from the vibration of feeling it in your heart, true prayer is the feeling nature of knowing that what you're praying for is yours and seeing it, feeling it, and experiencing it within your experience. I so I heard uh, read about this it, um, experiment. Uh, it was uh, at uh, Unity of Chicago University of Chicago. This doctor had three groups of basketball player uh, people plan uh, throwing, doing uh, free throws. And so after he had them do it for a while, he had one group go home and practice throwing free throws for 30 for an hour for 30 days, every day for 30 days, practicing throwing free throws to see how they would improve. And then he had the second group just imagine and visualize and feel themselves throwing those free throws, and making the basket every single time and how it felt and the swish of the basket, feeling and experiencing the total experience of it. And then the last group, the third group, he didn't have them do anything for the 30 days. And so when they came back, the first group had improved by 24% their free throw shots by practicing for an hour for 30 days. The second group that visualized themselves for an hour throwing uh, basketball shots and free throw shots improved by 23%. And of course the ones that didn't practice didn't improve at all. But the point is that when you add visualization to that which you are doing, you you increase the power of you being able to succeed in that which you are endeavoring to do, whatever your goal is. When you increase and ask God, how would you have me pray? And then hear it from the inside. Angela heard, because I will be glorified in this. And she started saying that and visualizing God being glorified in her healing. And as she visualized it and visualized herself, praising God even more for the experience of this disease that she was going through and praising that God is glorified. She broke the vibration of the illness. It shattered. And she was healed. She was made new. She was made new in her mind. And as she was made anew in her mind, her body Followed suit. There's another scripture that I want to use. It's from Mark chapter 11. Verses um, 23 and 24. And it says. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain. May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. And it will happen. But you must really believe it. Will ha- Believe it will happen. And have no doubt in your heart. With everything that is going on. In the coronavirus. And with the Black Lives Matter. And with the economic situation and with everything else that is going on in this world that can represent the mountain that you are speaking to anything that is that where you cannot see how there is a way out of it that is the mountain that you can speak to we can speak to this pandemic and say God I know this pandemic is healed you be purified through the power of pure love into a healthy vibration of of divine health and wholeness and perfect blueprint of expression in the bodies of those who have it. We can speak it out. We can pray it without doubting in our heart. We can pray over the Black Lives Matter, the civil rights movement that's going on and pray and speak to that vibration, speak to the fractured consciousness of the world and speak to forth healing, speak forth Peace, speak forth harmonious, um, harmonious interactions, speak forth systems that are rooted in equality and equity and diversity and inclusion. We can speak forth these things in our prayer. When you ask, how would you have me pray? God says, pray in a way that you know that you, God is speaking through you. You listen to how God is having you pray and you speak those words out. The next scripture says, I tell you, this is verse 24. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you receive, you've received it, it will be yours. So when you pray in any situation, believe it is yours. Feel it, receive it in your consciousness, thanking God. That's why you thank God for it, because as you're thanking God for it, you are receiving it. You are believing it is yours and you are receiving it within your heart's grasp. And then it manifests in your world. Are you willing to be made new on even a higher vibration? If you are. Then that means you are willing to ask God to teach you how to pray every single day, asking God, how would you have me pray today? What if there is a bigger picture? What if there's a greater purpose? There is in every situation we experience, whether it's situations that we are enjoying or not. There is always a a greater picture there's always a greater purpose than what you see and there is always some way that there's something that we're missing from the human eye but when we ask God how would you have me pray and we quiet ourselves down in the vibration of being and thinking in love the still small voice will bring it to our Consciousness we will have the ears to hear and the eyes to see and the heart to feel and the words to speak And we will speak forth how it is that God has would have us pray Are you willing to ask God that question? How would you have me pray? Hear what God tells you What how you how God communicates it with you and follow it Knowing that as you pray You do not worry. You believe completely in your heart that it is yours. And through the experience of the fullness of knowing that it is yours, God guards your heart through the Christ Jesus. Because what happens, living in Christ Jesus means that you allow the Christ consciousness to lead the personality. Christ represented the God self and Jesus represents the personality self. When you live in Christ Jesus, you let your personality be guided by the God in you. Let God teach you how to pray. Let God make you into a new person. Let God help you to transform within yourself, knowing that prayer changes things. Let God's prayer change things in you. And then through that vibration that we send out with how we pray, because there is a bigger picture and there's more than us. There's something outside of us. There is more than our own little world in the human expression. There is God's world in God's expression. Let us tap into that. Let us pray in the vibration of that and let us be changed and made new. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And thank you. And now. As we let that sink in, let us move into the giving segment of our service. And I thank you in every aspect of my heart for every single way that you pray for our church, that you support and encourage those in our church, that you are there for each other, that you are just committed to our core values and being the high vibration of them and seeing this church prospering and expanding. And I thank you for your financial support because it is paying the bills. Even though we are not in the facility, we still have uh, financial obligations. And I am so grateful for the ways that you are helping to Give, helping us to pay for those financial obligations through every single financial um, donation that you give to our church. So let us in the heart of love, in the experience of the feeling nature of the heart. Let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And for every one of you who wants to give online, you may go to unityfh.com, click on the donate button. You can pay through credit card or PayPal. You can also designate how you would like your love offering to be used through Unity of Farmington Hills. If you're making any purchases through Amazon, remember that you can go to smile.amazon.com and proceeds from your purchases will go to Unity of Farmington Hills as donations. I do it, um, uh, and and we're working on doing it with Kroger, as I said another time. For those of you who are sending in your payments, you may send them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And for every way that you give, every amount that you give, it helps. Thank you. The board and I thank you. And so now as we uh, we were going to we're going to have our next uh, special song. It is entitled God. You are. It will be led by Michael. And then I will be back um, with our closing prayer. And I will see you in a minute. <laughs> Thank you all, guys. That was an awesome, uplifting song, an uplifting performance, and an uplifting video. And I thank you all for inspiring us today with your musical voices, your awesome musical voices. So now let us prepare for our virtual prayer circle. Think of those who you feel need prayer, even if it is you, and start to call forth or think forth the names of those persons. And God, as those names have been acknowledged verbally and silently, we thank you right now for every single way you have already answered those prayers. For every single way you have already brought forth their highest and greatest good. Thank you for your special blessing on everyone who contributed to creating this worship service, this online virtual worship service and those who have promoted it. Thank you for blessing everyone who attended today, allowing our hearts to be open to receive and to manifest and to live your message today. It is awesome to fellowship with each other, even if it is virtually, and we thank you for this opportunity. And God, we thank you for blessing unity of Farmington Hills in every single way that you do and for blessing the world. In the mighty name, and nature of the Christ that dwells within, we pray. Amen. And I want you to remember that you can still listen to the services on the website. If you go on the website and click on the events and services icon, it'll open up the page to the, all of the services. Nicholas is still putting them on the website. You can also listen through your smart speakers. You can ask Play the podcast. Unity of Farmington Hills, and it'll play the most recent ones. And also, if you, uh, you, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube page and also like our Facebook page. And I think that was everything that I needed to share. So let us go ahead and affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it's been a pleasure to be here with you all today. Those of you who are coming to the fellowship, I will see you at 11 o'clock. Those of you who are not enjoy your week and your day and let us now sing the peace song with our our music team. Bye-bye.